Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments with my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. We are continuing spooky time with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Spooky time. Yes, we are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this movie came out in 2010. Uh, directed by Eli Craig, written by Eli Craig and Morgan Jurgensen, starring Tyler Labine, Alan Tudyk, and Katrina Bowden. Um, others that I've never heard of: Philip Granger, Jesse Moss, <laughs> Shalon Simmons, Shalane, Shalane, I don't know, Travis Nelson, and others. Alex, this was your movie. What's your history with it? Um, I think, I, you know what? I don't know exactly how I heard about this movie. Um, I think maybe I just saw a trailer randomly for it on streaming. Like maybe it was one of the, I was flipping through Netflix. And you know how it plays a trailer when you're just looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was, you know, it looked interesting. And I took a shot, took a stab at it and watched it. And I loved it. Uh, did this actually come out in the theaters or is this a streaming? It's 2010, so it had to be in the theaters, right? Yeah, it came out in the theaters for a bit. I, I, something in the trivia mentioned that it was canned for several years. So it came out in 2010, but we might have started seeing like trailers for it back in 2008, 2007. And then they just okay. didn't release it until way after for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Might have been one of those movies where they just didn't pick up a, they weren't able to pick up a distributor. Um, Anyway, it, it kind of feels like today, this would be today, this would be a streaming movie. It's a straight to Netflix or Hulu or something. So well, I thought it, it was a more modern movie, but it's not. It, it almost yeah. has a, a, a Bloomhouse feel to it. So I could see it being in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bloomhouse is a little more scary than this, but yeah, I guess some of them aren't like the well, like Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Scott, what's your history with it? So uh, I remember seeing ads for this way back in the, around the time that that's listed here uh but yeah never did catch it i know uh several friends that, that said it was it was a lot of fun um so it's my first time watching it i i caught it on amazon prime uh, and i'm kind of kind of bummed that that i didn't see this sooner <laughs> i feel like this is, this is something that's right up my alley mm-hmm. so yeah we'll, we'll talk more about it oh yeah i should have mentioned i caught it on hulu just today 
Okay. So um, Amazon Prime, Hulu, whatever you got. Yeah, I also saw it on Amazon Prime. I saw it yesterday for the first time. I never heard of this until Alex brought it up. Um, so I thought it was a more recent movie uh, until uh, a little bit ago when I was doing getting the IMDb up and everything. So I thought it was more recent. It's uh, been on the list for 10 years. Has it? <laughs> what? It's been there for a no, while. not that long. <laughs> it's been there for a while, but not that long. <laughs> Well, we tend to save the scary movies for Halloween time, and we only yeah, get a couple yeah, per yeah. year. All right. Well, as usual, we're going to talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is, I guess it wouldn't have been, it, it's not so cliche in 2010, but whenever there's a cat, you know, cabin in the woods, last cabin on the left, you will always think of Evil Dead. Evil Dead Cabin. That, that movie had, that trilogy had such an impact on the horror genre that uh no matter whether the the movie is doing an homage to evil dead or not when there's a cabin in the woods <laughs> i always think evil dead okay yeah i think they they did a pretty good job recreating it too in this one at least the outside the facade yeah i just I, I don't know enough about horror movies to say like what was the first but yeah, I, I I agree with what you're saying. Like, it d- it does conjure up that 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 particular cabin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean is on purpose, right? I mean, it's very... in this movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think even Cabin in the Woods. But then yeah. there's like knock at the cabin. It's like, oh, I wonder if it's gonna look like the Evil Dead house. <laughs> it's like I can't help but think that. <laughs> I think I think U-turn came out before this, maybe or around the same time. That was also. Like had the creepy cabin and the redneck or the hillbillies. It was the ring when they go to the cabin too. It was like, oh, mm. look that up, man. All right, well, Scott, number seven. Okay, uh, my number seven is that uh, the 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 Dale and Alice romance is actually really sweet. Um, yeah, they, they actually have a surprising amount of chemistry. Uh, and and I, I like the through line of, of them together. Like, yeah, they they get over all the horrific things that happen pretty quickly. Um, but other than that, like, it actually does kind of make some level of sense on paper um, that they they would wind up together. Um, yeah, not not much more to say about that. Um, like for for a movie that's all about horror tropes and 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 it is an actual horror movie at its core. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like the the sweet little romance they had there was, was, was fun. I liked it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number seven is with just, you know, these new teens or whatever, and just how they're the typical douchey teens and everything. <laughs> the one guy just hitting the, hitting the joint and then taking his inhaler right after it. And then that coming back into play later with the, him being the bad guy and everything. But just, I thought that was hilarious. The guy just taking a rip and then, <laughs> so it's, this is like you know, all your horror movies you've seen, but now it's more updated with these nerds who have allergies and asthma and, <laughs> and everything that they didn't have in the seventies and eighties horror movies. So yeah, how come it didn't exist back then? That's weird. <laughs> Must have been cleaner water or something. <laughs> so that's my number seven. Alex, what's your number six? My number six in, and I because I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so I. <laughs> when that kid just bolts and says, I'm, I'm just going to go in the truck. My dad won't let anybody else drive it. All right. 
I'll be back. And I thought, oh, okay, this kid, this is the one kid that survives. Nope. He, he surprisingly comes back with the sheriff. It's like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. So I like that. Not only it's, um, damn it, what's, it's subverting my expectations, uh, which this movie does uh, pretty well with with a lot of the tropes, turns them on their head a little bit, and uh, I like this one. This one took me by surprise. Agreed. All right, Scott, number six. Okay, uh, just real quick, I I meant to say wrong turn, not U turn. Uh, wrong turn. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, yeah, yeah. U turn with uh, what's his face, David Lynch movie. Yeah, yeah, the, not that one. Uh, the wrong turn <laughs> with, with the Elijah Dushku, two thousand and three. Um, John is a pretty decent horror movie, but uh, anyway, uh, so my number six is I, I liked how the the joke about how Tucker and Dale were so excited about that shitty cabin and just completely oblivious to like again this movie plays a lot with, with different horror tropes and just them being oblivious to like all the the like creepy things about it um you know I, there's some of them them being hillbillies they don't really care about the fact that it's dilapidated or anything like that and you know all the, the cobwebs mm-hmm. and dust but the, they don't they don't think twice about the creepy uh news clipping the news clippings um you know the funny joke about the the chili dogs um they they look at all like the weird bones hanging from the ceiling and they they say it's like so oh an archaeologist must have lived here yeah yeah, when when they first pull up to the house like i wonder if this was ad-lib but like tails like oh is that a truck is that ours now (laughs) just the the rusted out like truck out in the, the front of it uh, that's but, awesome. Yeah, when, he, when he's walking up and he said, they said it was a fixer-upper. <laughs> um, yeah. just, just how like excited they are to, to be there. And they had no problem with it. You know, like, I, I kind of like that. Because, um, you know, I, I guess in, in and of itself, that's that's playing with the horror trope. Because, like, that creepy cabin in the middle of the woods, like, somebody lived there and they don't mind it. So, <laughs> there you go. That's my number six. All right. Well, my number six is yeah, it's got to talk about the smoke show in this, and it would be the main girl. Jesus, Allison. yeah, um, she's uh, she's easy on the wow. eyes, as my yeah, Jeebus H. <laughs> and uh, what was bothering me? I'm like, okay, this girl's hot, but I have seen her before. I pull up her IMDb, and like the first ten things, and I've never seen this. All just shitty B movies. And the whole time I was like, I know I've seen it before. And I finally figured it out, and it was from Thirty Rock. She was in like the <laughs> entire, she was in like the entire series. She was just like the secretary or the assistant or something. Okay, yeah, and that's yeah, okay. Uh, that's what finally uh, proved it to me. She wore more clothing <laughs> on Thirty Rock. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I'm sorry. I mean, she was a good, like you said, she had good chemistry, so she it was more than just the looks. But that definitely starts off that way. I'm not gonna lie. So, Allison is my number six. Luis. Alex, number six. Uh, my number five, oh, sorry, five. is um, the the flashback, the, the spooky camp story that Chad tells. Uh, and uh, you get to see it all play out and everything. It's a classic slasher movie story. And uh, seeing all the slasher kills is pretty cool. Like commando style throwing the, the saw blade dude's face um and then it comes into play later on which i thought was a great touch 
It wasn't just a story, a spooky story for the sake of scaring the teens before they go skinny dipping in the lake. <laughs> uh, it served a purpose. That was great. Agreed. Alex, uh, sorry, Scott, number five. Okay. Uh, my number five was at the very end with the, the wrong finger gag. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was really funny. funny. Like, I don't know where they came up with that finger. Like, I I was like thinking about it when I was writing out my notes. I'm like, where did that finger come from? Because it would it can only come from the other girl who blew up in the cabin. Like, unless I missed. Yeah, something. that was that was smoking or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's was, what I was thinking. What about but, the other girl? She well, her but complexion she was, was black. Darker. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would have been really mismatched. Yeah, but she, I mean, her complexion wasn't that dark. Like, oh, it could have been. I don't know. I forgot how she died, though. But she was also, she also would have blown up in the cabin, too. Yeah. Did she? Okay, I don't remember. Her face got mangled. So so kind of the the same thing. (laughs) Oh, baby, why didn't her duck? (laughs) Why didn't she duck? (laughs) Yeah, I like like how, though, like, it it has the the painted, like, the pristine painted fingernail. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Did, did you half expect him to like try to open up the beer can with his fingers and have them pop off again? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but damn it! I'm mean, glad they did because I was like uncomfortable just thinking about it. Uh, it's like, like one last like, gore. Yeah, it was like or like kiss, kiss, bang, bang, like how he loses. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, the the wrong finger gag was pretty funny. All right. Al, uh, Alex, no, is it me? Who is yeah, it? Yeah, it's you. Me number five. Um, yeah, <laughs> me number five. Oh crap! I clicked. Oh, here it goes. Um, uh, got the fun concept of this movie. I'll get to that. I mean, I have more to say about all the details, but to say this was, I was not expecting this movie. I had no idea what to expect from this movie. I thought it was gonna be a full-on horror movie. Um, and like, it's not. It is, but it isn't. And I just, I really like the concept mm-hmm. of just all these. I'll say a bit more about the details later, but just, yeah, was not expecting it and I had a lot of fun and I could see this being a, a yearly tradition now because I really did enjoy it like that. It's not the best movie ever, but it's a fun Halloween watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to dig into it like a exorcist or, you know. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to prep. Get your yeah. rosaries ready. Even Halloween, which I love, but it's still, it's a, it's an intense watch even after I've seen it it's 20, a slow burn times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, goddamn right. outdoor schools in the Midwest bullshit. Wait, it wasn't Midwest, was it? Was it supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. That was uh, in the uh, the movies that made us the horror edition, and that's what they said. <laughs> it's like, movie's supposed to be in the Midwest, but they have outdoor schools yeah. <laughs> in the shots? That's not right. Yeah, yeah that's like filled in Pasadena or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is... <laughs> Just oh, Alan Tudyk and uh, what's the what's the name of the guy? Tyler Labine were fucking great when they were trying to explain to the sheriff exactly what happened. Everybody, sheriff, <laughs> we were just working on a fixture over here, and all these kids just started killing themselves on my property. <laughs> we had a doozy of a day. Yeah, and Dale was still holding the leg of the half a guy. <laughs> Saw there the whole damn time 
Oh, and then he let a slip. It's like, you know, oh, then there's the other girl that's unconscious. Altitudic <laughs> 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 Tucker is like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> slapping him real hard on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, she's in my bedroom. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> she could probably explain the whole thing if, if she's awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That got me. <laughs> so good. The thing was, the sheriff, yeah, believed him after he saw him. Allison checked her out, saw that she was pretty much unharmed, except for the head trauma that she suffered. Uh, And then, well, something happened. Uh, I will say, like, that part of the movie, I was like, okay, this is where the movie, like, what's going to happen here with this cough? Like, I I guess I wasn't expecting that. I guess I should have, but, like, for him to accidentally get killed as well. But I was like, okay. (laughs) I told you we should fix that first. He sees them holding a bloody stump of a van. Like, yeah. what's... So, really so didn't first, pull his gun out on him, but... Yeah, at first, because he wasn't more aggressive, I thought, like, okay, he was one of the... Like, he was part of the original massacre or something like that. That's what I was starting oh, to think, yeah. too, Scott. Yeah, because he yeah. says the whole pain and suffering thing. But then when he's, like, standing in front of the, the, the beam forever, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. I knew the beam was going to get it. <laughs> All right, Scott, number four. Okay, um, my number four was the <laughs> the the note that Dale leaves them <laughs> with the hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, like we, we keep talking about, they 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 play with different tropes, but this one made me laugh out loud. The <laughs> we got your friend. <laughs> you are like, <laughs> yeah, uh, just like very <laughs> ominous and all caps, like, <laughs> um, yeah. You, you, you can totally see how they might react to that in a negative mm-hmm. manner. Yeah. Even in the boat, too, when they picked up Alice and, hey, we got your friend. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I was like, what are, where are they hey, going? Hey, college kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. College kids. <laughs> oh, man. Or when they were even calling to Allison to begin with, like, hey, lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the breast. That's the movie. All the misunderstandings. So, like, it's basically a big Lucy episode. <laughs> yeah. Freudian slip right there, Jeff. Yeah, geez, Jeff. What did I say? You said breast. Said that's bread. the breast of the movie. <laughs> um, were those that's stunt the, breasts yeah. in this movie? I have a feeling they were, but I don't know. Anyway. Um, um, they were not. Wow. Ew. Okay. Spectacular. From a distance. That's also, they don't, never mind. Um... <laughs> they don't do raunchy movies anymore, I guess. I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, my number four? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's at the very beginning when Dale, uh, Tucker telling Dale to go talk to the girls. You know, you're just as good as they are. Who cares? And he goes over <laughs> with the scythe and the yeah. he's called. And, and just, just being all creepy, but not at the same time. Yeah, just the start of what just the movie is to become. Yeah. And, him, him laughing. Yeah. You're in college, uh? like you're going camping. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. just smile and laugh. And, and yeah. Neither one of them thinks at all about the <laughs> the side that he's got. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even mention it. No. Um. All right. So, Alex, number three. My number three is Chan. I thought he was a good douchebag villain that had a turn. Uh, Collar. Uh, yeah. Pop collar, you think he's going to be like the classic kind of douche. And he kind of is, but super aggressive. And then he goes like 
full aggro. It's like, okay, this guy's really mentally unstable. Like, after a bit, he starts threatening his own friends to go save, like, Allison. And it turns out, well, he's got he's also connected to these woods. I gotta figure, though, that if they never met Tucker and Dale, he brought them to that spot on purpose, right? Because of all the stories that he heard from yeah, his grandma? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, I was wondering whether, like, I don't think he was out there to kill them, but, like, he kind of wanted something to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. He says, now's our chance. Because, yeah, he did see, see this as this big opportunity to maybe get some revenge, maybe get some closure. Yeah. From all the stuff that he heard. I, I do like the kind of go out of their way to show that, like, douchey white belt that he has. But it's actually, like, <laughs> it's actually, like, functional at the end of the movie because he's got the, the hatchet tucked in there. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Turns out, spoiler alert, you're half hillbilly too. <laughs> no, they lied to me. That was great. Yeah, it's his first conversation with Allison too that turns off there's a creep. Like, you and I yeah. are the same and all that. That's really yeah. what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Scott, number three. Number three is the last thing Alex was talking about. The, like, the funniest line in the movie is from Allison. And <laughs> she, like... In in like complete earnestness says, you're half hillbilly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that made me laugh out loud. Uh, but uh, yeah, just more more for the the line delivery than anything else. But uh, like I, you, you could tell that like I you knew he was connected to it some way. Um, this just kind of crystallized it uh, with with the, the newspaper story and uh, like the same actor like <laughs> in makeup as 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 his father uh, in, in the movie um yeah like <laughs> just the again the you're half hillbilly as if that's like that that doesn't actually really explain anything <laughs> yeah but it's a, it's a good way to like again uh show like how he's connected to everything so that's one thing Nice. Uh, all right. My number three is the wood chipper scene. It's just the whole thing. We kind of talked about the end of it, but then the beginning of it when just guy goes running after him and he ducks out of the way on accident. The guy trips and he's what the hell? Kid just jumped into the wood chipper and he's trying to pull him out. And But from the other angle, it looks like he's trying to shove him in and everything. It's just the whole thing. I mean, there's lots of good death scenes in this movie. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and then I said, cultivating with him, pulling him out, and then just <laughs> the cops showing up. All right. Uh, Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is the great death scenes. <laughs> Not only the wood chipper, but the guy, <laughs> the guy that trips and falls into the uh, the shithole. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. shithole that they're digging. The guy that's just running. <laughs> it's Alan Tudyk hit, hit a, a beehive. <laughs> And he's running with the chainsaw. And all of a sudden, the poor terrified college kid. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're just running side to side looking at each other. It's like, what? <laughs> uh, he should have looked where he was going. That, that's my, my my only criticism about the deaths is that that kid basically had the same death as the other kid. Um, oh, with the impaling? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did like eh. the, the, the first guy, though. Like when the bee lands on him, he has that like moment of recognition of like, oh, uh, <laughs> he was running like, like that because of the bees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's too, yeah. Yeah, it's too, and, and, and it's not a criticism, but it's too bad that like 
nobody else had that kind of moment of reflection. Like, obviously, the yeah, guy in the woodchipper doesn't nice. make any sense, but like, for everybody else to be like, oh, I did this to myself, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to take the safety off on the side. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Here, here, I know what's yeah, going to yeah. happen now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's going to be like plant tear all over again. Mm hmm. And that guy had to be running really fast to impale himself that yeah, deep on yeah. that. Uh, That's, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. think about it too much. Yeah. He was really skinny, too. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Scott, number two. Or, yeah, two. Two is, same as Alex's, all the, the fun deaths. Um, you know, just, I think it's one of our favorite things about the horror movies is always the, the good gore. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite one was The Nails. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like the chair, like walking around and everybody freaking out and like, <laughs> took her nail, like he's good. He's walking it off. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to walk it off. He'll be okay. Yeah. Nail's coming through the sides of his face. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to see all the, the kids in the back. Like, like, why is he going in there? Like, <laughs> and in a way they were right. Like, <laughs> he mm-hmm. should have gone in there, but uh, not for the reason they thought. And then yeah, they have the Chekhov's beam uh broken beam nails check off beam uh so yeah all the fun deaths is my number two all right um well my number two specifically is the chainsaw bees just because like once again it's early on in the movie and you're seeing where it's going and yeah i just think like wildly swinging the chainsaws you're coming up the house because the bees are just it's very um, like was, chainsaw massacre kind of yeah because he's swinging <laughs> it wildly and but for a good reason and uh, yeah, I was cracking up when I saw that. So, Chainsaw Bees is my number two. Alex, what's your number one? My number one is Tucker and Dale's friendship cannot be unbroken. Uh, yeah, they've been friends since they were kids, catching frogs down by the creek. Uh, <laughs> you let them lick them? Yeah, I let them lick them. Always make them feel kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just great. I mean, I think the the whole movie works because uh largely in part because of the friendship and the chemistry they have uh, the two actors have with each other um always having more or less each other's backs um tucker Tucker gets angry at dale but it's never like uh like raging anger or anything you know i always like that that tudyk's performance on this where he's like he's really mad he's got bees (laughs) stings all over his face but he's like dude i'm gonna help you take out your (laughs) the bee stickers then (laughs) you know i'll help you with whatever you want and then after that it's like kind of cool it's like yeah i would like that very much please (laughs) i like he pours beer on his face (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like oh man that makes so much sense um yeah he does that to his fingers too he does does, does the same thing it's like it's just his gear all yeah and then like he's that's the present he's with the, the ribbon on it yeah the but um, yeah, Alan, Alan Tudyk and Tyler Levine always are, are welcome additions to Danny Cass. So. Yeah, and, and also like you know, a lot of times in movies where you have these two kind of characters, or there's the dumb one, the other guy's constantly yelling at him, calling him stupid. But that really doesn't happen in this. It's, he's more like trying to pump him up throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. That was good. Also, yeah, you're better. You're better than you think you are, man. Yeah. Come on, have some confidence. Um, all right, Scott, number one. Uh, my number one is, again, them playing with all the horror tropes. Um, I really like the concept here. Um, like we, we've, we've talked about almost all of it um, from the, the creepy cabin, the way the movie starts, 
how yeah you've got the douchey college kids and they run across the <laughs> the hillbillies and they have the awkward couple of encounters and um they they have the guy telling the the horror story um you know and then when start bad stuff starts happening you know like them like you, you the stuff with the chainsaw and the bees pulling the girl into the boat um just yeah like the the wood chipper them uh being covered in blood the message that he leaves like all, all the all, all, all the trappings that are there but they're, they're, nothing's quite as like as it would be in a normal horror movie it's all explained away mm-hmm. um so yeah it was just a, a really fun concept uh and yeah i really enjoyed it all right agreed my number one has already been mentioned. Uh, it was the beam death, but just more the joke. That, oh, he's good. Look, he's going to walk it off. <laughs> yeah, I LOL on that one. Um, to me, that was the funniest line. <laughs> walking out with the two by four stuck to his head. And nails sticking out the side. Um, all oh, right. So good. <laughs> Any honorable mentions? Uh, I was going to mention the beer on the face. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a nice touch by Alan Tudyk. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the uh, them when they're getting shot at, and uh, Dale goes, "I don't even like fishing," and like his feelings are hurt. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> they hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah. Does he say something like, "How is that possible?" Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, what do you give it? Uh, for me, this is a strong six. Um, I love this movie. I should watch it more. <laughs> All right, Scott. Um, also a six. Like It clocks in under an hour and a half. That, that yeah. alone almost gives it a whole point. <laughs> Seriously. But, but uh, yeah, it's just very breezy. You already kind of mentioned it, Jeff, like it's a, it's a Halloween movie, but it totally see having this on in the background. If I saw this on, I'd be like, oh, I'll just, I'll just throw it on because like almost every scene, there's something entertaining going on. So uh, yeah, six for me. All right, uh, I'm between a five and a six. I hardly—it's hard for me to give a movie a six that I've only seen once, but I do plan on seeing this again. So, all right, I'll give it. It's a low six. All right, six 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 for Halloween movie. I like it. There you go. All right. Yeah, but in your dreams, that's a nine nine nine, nineteen ninety nine. You get it. Half Life Three confirmed. Oh shit. I'm trying to think of that name with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> End of days. End of days. End of days. God. Forgive me, Father. The brother sent you to hell. It is not a line from the movie, but I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, it should have been. Yeah. It's basically a line from the movie, yeah, though. It's, it's pretty bad. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Maybe we should do that one soon. Um, anyway. Oh, the movie's not good. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. So we should. I know. So, in other words, we should. <laughs> we definitely should. All right, it's time for our crossover topic, which is what, Alex? Um, our top five moments of comedy in horror movies. Okay, so before we start, or funny moments. Did Did you guys go for 
whatever you thought was funny or stuff that was intentionally supposed to be funny. Not the, uh, not there's not a right or right answer here, but like I I, yeah. I tried to keep to stuff that was intentional for my list. So. I try to keep it to some that's intentional, and some may or may not be. I don't. We'll see. But I think most of mine was supposed to be funny. Okay. Yeah. Or like meta three, funny and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I got three to two. Two that aren't supposed to be funny and three that are, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your number five, Alex? Uh, my number five is <laughs> – it's a number five because this is uh, one of my better theater moments, uh, one of my uh, favorite theater memories <laughs> when it was all of us. When we used to work together and we went to the theater to watch Club Dread. God, <laughs> and at the very end. You... Go for what? it. Yeah. No, I can't believe you <laughs> thought of this because I have it on my list too. All right, go for it. Yeah. And uh, at the very end, we see the, the, the bad guy, the main slasher, go down. But he's under the water, you know, mysterious circumstances. <laughs> and our, our other friend, uh, Diana... <laughs> just very loudly in the middle of a theater he's not dead <laughs> <laughs> and lo- sure enough he comes back for one last try at killing the good guys yeah it was like four times where he like dies yeah. right and then she, like, <laughs> yeah. well, she caught you on even, you even see his legs <laughs> pumping away at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah he's still swimming after him not, not the pirates. Like I can't believe you are killing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have known it was you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, number five. Number five is uh, Patrick Bateman, the chainsaw chase. He's naked, and then he drops <laughs> drops the chainsaw down the stairwell. Like, I was like, I don't remember slaves. the guy from Arrested Development. Ever being naked with a chainsaw. Patrick Bateman. (laughs) That's right. All right. Uh, My number five, and this is the first of two Friday the 13th uh, funny things of mine. This would be, I I don't know the number, and I believe it is Jason Takes Manhattan. (laughs) It's with us. It is the boxing fight. The guy tries to box Jason and then doesn't really affect him at all. Then he just destroys him. I think I know what you're I think I know what your your other fight of the thirteenth one is, Jeff. <laughs> and I wish Probably. I had my list. I wish I had my list. Oh damn it. <laughs> because we all saw that one together at one of our terrible movie nights. But oh, um, yeah. Anyway, Jason boxing and I I believe it's Jason Takes Manhattan. Forgive yeah, me for that wrong. Is, that, that, that's the right is one. It? Okay. That that pretty much does not take place in Manhattan, but whatever. No, <laughs> yo, it's like Vancouver the entire time with yeah. some establishing shots of New Vancouver York. Vancouver, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is from a video game. <laughs> uh, it was just line delivery and uh, the the voice actors back in the uh, in the early nineties. Uh, we're not the best for video games, at least. So in uh, Resident Evil One, well, there's so many to choose ba- from. I know, but when Barry <laughs> finds the lockpick, he's like, "Here, you should take this, for you are the master of unlocking." Yeah. <laughs> Not, you were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> oh my god! Or it's blood. I hope it's not Chris's, Chris's blood. blood. <laughs> Barry, it's everything. Yeah. 
But fucking <laughs> you, the master of unlocking. <laughs> what? There's uh, talks like uh, that. Uh, you, Alex, you haven't played the Resident Evil 4 remake yet, have you? No, I haven't okay, yet. Okay, okay. I won't say anything. I should. That's my favorite one. You should. That's great. On the OG's one. All right. In the, in the year, the, one of the better years we've had in the gaming. That's one of the better games this year. Mm. All right. Scott, number four. Uh, my number four is from Gremlins 2, um, which I watched a ton <laughs> as a kid. So there was the, the scene in the middle. And you could actually get like one of three different sequences, two different sequences. When they go into the movie theater, they you can either get one with Hulk Hogan or one oh, with, yeah. with John Wayne. And the John Wayne one cracked me up because they, they, they re-edited it like um, – like they do with the rally monkey. <laughs> so they <laughs> yeah. inserted Gremlin into like a Western um, fighting John Wayne. And the, the Gremlin, when he's, he's, he's about to have a shootout with John Wayne and the Gremlin goes, Duke. Like <laughs> that shit still cracks me up even thinking about it. Uh, so that's, that's my number four. Um, nice. So the, the, the Hogan one's also pretty funny. Um, but I don't remember that one quite as well. And oh, I never man. understood yeah. like how to get which version of which. Um, Just random, kind of like when they released Clue without those endings. Yeah, so anyway, but which one do you get now when you like stream it? I have no idea. There was one because I saw it on TV uh, years uh, a couple years after they they released it in theaters and they have uh, instead of a big movie screen it's like a the screen goes like white with the with the uh, white noise and everything and you see gremlins silhouettes and stuff messing around with with the stuff I thought that was a part of it either way oh really mm-hmm. oh well then maybe they just cut the theater portion out of that one for the TV edit then I'm sure anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, it's been a long time since we we'll have, we'll have to rewatch the uh, the Keen Peel skit on Gremlins too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's great! All right, uh, my number four is also from Club Dread, but it's different. It would just be the Pac Man May scene. So <laughs> that's inspired. Uh, <laughs> it's like, why don't clubs do that? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious and. So all the stuff that you drink, you drink. All of a sudden, the girls have to take the tops off and run away. I forgot how over it went. And then the water, the watermelon or the pineapple gets killed. I don't remember exactly what's going on. Yeah, I got you, fucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's my number four. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is, I forget which one, but Nightmare on Elm Street when Freddy, I mean, yeah. Freddy just starts saying bitch for everything. <laughs> You're gonna die, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he just cracks me up. Every once in a while, he'll get like a real good one in there. Like he was really feeling it. Like Robert England was like, oh yeah, this is the best bitch I've ever said in my life. <laughs> bon appetit, bitch. Bitch. Doing his American accent. Probably was fun for him. <laughs> That's right. All right, Scott, number three. Okay, my number three is uh, a movie that you guys had seen that I had not, uh, but we that we did two years ago now, three years ago for Halloween. Um, and that would be Cabin in the Woods, and that's when Chris, Chris Hemsworth does what heroes do, 
<laughs> he tries <laughs> he tries to jump the gorge on the motorcycle. <laughs> and uh, we all know what happens. <laughs> That's pretty good. He saves the day. He saves, he saves the day as he rides out to the rescue. <laughs> All right, uh, my number three is also Cabin in the Woods, but I just did almost any time they go back to the, the control room scene and they just all the little side gags on the whiteboards and all the bets and all just all the stuff you read on the screens and them cheering <laughs> and just all of that meta stuff behind the scenes. I just thought that was always yeah, hilarious. It was like a Bradley so. Whitford's characters like so depressed that they didn't choose the the lagoon Merman. monster. Yeah, the man or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's like yeah. someday somebody will pick it. <laughs> yeah. So there's all that stuff in that movie. It's cool. All right. Alex, number two. My number two is Evil Dead 2. Uh, when Ash is going insane and all the taxidermy stuff uh, comes to life. And some of the uh, furniture in the cabin is also coming to life. <laughs> but it always cracks me up when the lamp starts imitating him as he's doing squats. And then he just cackles with laughter. That gets me every time. Very good. I'm going to have something similar on my number two. Uh, Scott, what's your My number two, number two is Evil Dead 2, and it's Ash fighting his hand. <laughs> Farewell to arms. <laughs> uh, it, it, is, it is a particular fun to see Bruce Campbell like do his version of going crazy. Because <laughs> it's definitely mm-hmm. like a, a unique brand of it that we see for, for movies anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my number two is just Army of Darkness. I couldn't pick anything from the movie. So whatever you want. Ash fighting everything in there. First, you want to kiss me. <laughs> you want to kill me. Then jumping up against his chainsaw. Shooting behind over his back. That's that's my favorite. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's so impressed with himself. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, just all, all of that. Uh, Ash is funny. All right. I never even saw these assholes before. (laughs) Alex, number one. My number one is uh, from The Thing, and that's when they go and check on Blair. Oh, (laughs) Just sitting at the table. (laughs) There's just a noose hanging there. (laughs) That's so good. I'm okay. I'm ready to go back inside. Hey, I'm cold here, man. (laughs) Yeah. I just ignore it. God, that's good. Dude, that's like unintentionally funny, though, right? I don't think you're supposed to I laugh know. at that. Scene. I don't know because <laughs> he's just there sitting at a table. There's a noose. I mean, maybe because that movie just builds tension up, so it needs a little bit of release. You just kind of yeah, have to I laugh so. there. Yeah, but yeah, I'm all right. I'm a lot better. I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> a lot, I'm, better. I'm okay. You trolled me. I wants to be one of us. <laughs> Smash. My friend Eric had COVID and like we were checking in on him over on the chats and then finally someone asked him a few days later. He's like, I'm all right. I'm a lot better now. (laughs) (laughs) Let me out. Oh, I was dying. All right. Well, my number one comes from Jason X, Jason in Space. Jason in Space. But I have two moments in the movie that I can't choose. So I'm choosing both of them. And one is when the old captain the old general narrowly escapes jason and he closes the door behind him and leans up against the door and says 
it's going to take a lot more than that to keep this old dog down. <laughs> take this old dog down. And then Jason's machete just stabs through the door and stabs through him. <laughs> and he goes, yep, that'll do it. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> It's a very like Simpsons joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Ugh, I'm bad at this. Yeah, and then <laughs> at the end when they're trying to lure Jason away and they use like the hollow deck projections or whatever, and oh yeah, and there's these two young girls and they're like, yeah, like you know promiscuous teens on the lake, and then just the next scene it just shows. <laughs> Just beating them in the sleeping bag. Just, just <laughs> has one in the sleeping bag and beating the other. And it's just the cut. It's the hard cut to it that just cracks me up every single time. <sighs> Jason Voorhees. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say, what was, oh, when, my honorable mention, since I guess we're moving on to those. Uh, my, yeah. my number one. Uh, oh, sorry. I, sorry about that. Sorry about sorry. that, babe. That, that can also go on your list, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Why is a maniac? Why, Why did bite me? Why did bite me? <laughs> um, get that scum. Make him pay. <laughs> uh, uh, my number one is from another one that we've done. I feel like fairly over the last few years, anyway, for Halloween, and that'd be the Lost Boys. And the very last line in the movie with the the surly grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like jaw drops when he says one thing about living in Santa Carla I can never stomach all the damn vampires <laughs> he knew they were in trouble the whole time and did not say anything because he's a crotchety old man I love it hey he was too drunk to get there beforehand anyways yeah. I mean like them moving in like <laughs> oh right yeah no yeah you could have warned him yeah could have said something all the damn vampires <laughs> Oh God! Um, I'm just now. I'm just thinking about the end of Son-in-Law. So <laughs> some grandage. on some grandage. Well, R.I.P. Lane Smith. Oh my God. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, any other honorable mentions? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. What was it? Was like Jason three or four? I forget which one. But they go back to the cabin after they revive Jason after digging up his grave and putting a bar. That acted as a lightning rod and that restarted his heart, <laughs> even though he'd been buried for like three or four years. Uh, but anyway, it was that movie. And then they're back at Camp Crystal Lake and they tell, all right, everybody, you got to hide under the beds and everything. Make sure he can't see you. <laughs> There's cuts of the kids just flying through the air. That's, that's, the what I thought, the beds. that's the one I thought Jeff was going to go with. <laughs> yeah, me too. The synchronized diving. Like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Which, where's the one where the which one was it where the coroner eats his brain? I don't. Know. Or eats a brain? Why eats a brain? I don't remember that. The coroner. At the beginning of the movie, they like the FBI set up a sting to capture Jason, <laughs> and they're actually they're actually super effective. Like they yeah. they do like quote unquote kill him, and then like weird stuff starts happening. And Jason gets brought back back to life. That might be the same movie. I don't remember. I don't think it was that one. I don't know. I don't remember that one. Huh. Like how the FBI knew about Jason, but they're like actually super effective. They're just not around for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, our job is done. Yeah. That's the last time we're coming back to Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, that's it. So it's time for Alex. No sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Sports ball? <laughs> Damn. Sorry, I was looking up the... You guys are... You're tired. I am tired. Uh, so since it's Halloween season, I thought today I would talk about sports entertainment and the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure movie that's on Netflix, Escape the Undertaker. Uh, I saw it with my kids. They loved it, especially since we watched it in the daytime. <laughs> they weren't that spooked. But it's mostly for kids. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the Undertaker's in his mansion, and he has uh, his urn where he gets all his powers and everything, and he absorbs the souls of his enemies. And it's... Uh, do you guys know the, uh, uh, the tag team trio, The New Day? I don't no, know I don't you guys heard of them. I almost know next to nothing about. Uh, okay, they must be more modern then. Uh, but I guess their whole their whole thing is like they're uh, really big on positivity and everything. It's a new day, and, and and they want the to get the urn to increase their power of positivity, and that's why they go to <laughs> the Undertaker's mansion to try and steal the urn from him. And they get into uh, some hijinks, some spooky stuff. Uh, it depends on what you choose. So, yeah, there's actually like a little, uh, a a nice little touching homage to Paul Bearer. And, uh, oh, there's also, maybe you guys can help me out. There's some Easter egg where they find a corpse in the morgue and the toe tag says some Ivan Yankum. Is Uh, that like an old wrestler? That is the former... um... That's who Kane was before he was Kane. Oh, <laughs> so it's one of his old he, personas that died. Yeah, and he was like a dent, a mad dentist. So Ivan Yankum, yanking teeth. It was a terrible uh, gimmick, <laughs> and yet not even close to the worst gimmick. No, nope. no. <laughs> but yeah, that's before oh, that's Kane great. was Kane. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, give it a watch. It's short. So in, in so I recommend. So in uh, Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, right? Um, that's what I was thinking of. Where the FBI sits. Oh, uh, okay. The very beginning of the movie, um, a female FBI agent poses as like a like a sexy teen <laughs> camper, and Jason shows up, but the FBI are waiting for them, and uh, yeah, they they take him out. Um, that that actress and, and then the death by again and and that that agent are not seen again for any of the other jason stuff but um that actress was the the girlfriend uh the kept girlfriend from roadhouse as as i see now julie michaels um, oh anyways just tossing that out there the government's not useless is all i'm saying <laughs> I was like, it's, it's impossible to remember what happens in what Friday the 13th movie or Halloween movie or Jason or Friday the 13th or Nightmare. So I, it's I, impossible. I barely remember Jason X, but like he's pretty vulnerable until he gets like super powered, right? Like well, he's, future he's people, just, like he's he no just match. wanted his machete back. Well, he's like no match against like like future people. But then he gets like super powered and then he's badass again. Like he gets like the metal plates or whatever. I forget how it happens. Yeah, like they have his corpse and they're transporting it. And then somehow somebody accidentally turns on the 
the machine that regenerates human life, kind of like what they do for Lilu and Fifth <laughs> Element. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, there's like this android late girl, like the data of this thing. And she like kind of takes him out pretty easily until something happens and then he rips her head off. But like, I got it's been we watch this at those parties and we're never sober. So I what I really remember <laughs> from them is, is not <laughs> great, but yeah. I just I just oh you guys have been talking about you couldn't figure it out. There was on the podcast we always talk about Star Wars in character. One of the guys was saying like one of the scariest moments as a kid is the scene where like the guy or girl's in bed and then Jason like stabs her He's underneath the bed and he stabs through the bed and stabs through. And he's like, I don't know what one that's from. And I'm like, that kind of sounds like that's every single Jason movie. And then that's where they all joke that that's in one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> but he's a, it scarred him for life. And like into into his twenties, he couldn't have his bed like in the air. He had to put the box spring on the ground. Like it terrified him so much as a kid. It's the the box spring would have stopped them. <laughs> well, you can't get under. Oh, you can't get under the bed. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, but what if your house has a foundation? There you go. Yeah. Mm. Um. All right. It's time for Neem News. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. Okay. So, I did some traveling this past week. Uh, you were gone. I was. Surprise! Surprise. <laughs> Uh, which meant that I was on a couple of fairly long plane flights. Uh, so I caught a few things. Uh, the first one I would like to talk about is... Was a the HIV? Uh, oh, I mean, you can't catch that twice. So. <laughs> Ew. Uh, I, I caught Across the Spider-Verse, uh, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I think you guys have both seen that, right? Yeah, awesome. Yep. Yeah, pretty dang good. Um, I think at some point, like, spoilers, uh, you guys mentioned that it was, like, part of a duology, like, in, of the, the full trilogy or whatever, like, kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there, there's some super cool stuff in this. Uh, I love the whole big chase scene in, the like, the final act. That was amazing. Yeah, with all the spider people. Yeah, yeah. I love that we get it's to see get, get to see a lot more of Gwen. Um, you know, they, they bring back at least the other Peter Parker. Uh, but yeah, just to, all, all the different... You get more of like offshoots of Spider-Man. Uh, they, they throw in the, the spider people all pointing at each other, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could, I could go on and on. But yeah, it's just... At the, at the end of the day, it's great animation. Um, it's It's very slick. Um, you know, it, it's cool that, you know, it's very family oriented, um, as, as I think the Peter Parker character typically is, so that's not really going off the beaten path there. Um, but it, it is like a main, uh, plot point. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to the, to the next iteration, the, the third one, third, what I assume to be final one, um. I'm surprised we haven't seen any kind of um, like shorts or one-offs about some of the other characters. Um, I mean, I guess none of the stuff is cheap to produce. But yeah, I, I could. I was going like, to say it's animation, so it's yeah, yeah. There's nothing to throw <laughs> right, away. Right, but, but, but like I could, I could, I could see like something with like pretty much like all all the spider people from the the previous one. 
um you know like something with penny for, for sure like more of the like ghost in the in the shell kind of kind of thing um but uh anyway yeah so that was good uh highly recommend that um i watched john quick four have you guys seen that I still haven't, I haven't seen two yet. <laughs> I haven't seen three. It's three or four. Okay. Well, without spoiling too much. Uh, Does he kill a bunch of people? A lot of people do die in this. Just that is a thing that happens. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I felt like some of the action sequences were like a beat too long. Um, and they just kind of keep making up mythology <laughs> for the series. Uh, I thought they started off with a really strong foundation in the first one. They feel like they just keep kind of like adding to it without any real like grounding to what happened. What was kind of established in the first movie. Um, it's still a lot of fun. Um, Donnie Yen's great. Um, Ian McShane is great. Um, uh, Clancy Brown's in it. He's always a welcome presence. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the other side characters are are also really solid or they pop. Um, you know, Keanu is uh, somehow become like the go-to action star of our time. <laughs> well, John Quick, Quick, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it, it's it's very enjoyable. Um, there, there's some some really fun stuff in there. So if you, if you guys get the chance to go through the series, you, you you'll enjoy it. It might not be your favorite stuff, uh, because I know a lot of people do say that, but um, it's they're just really solid action movies. There's also a a, mm-hmm. um, a Scott Atkins appearance. Um, I don't. I know you guys don't know who that is, but he's like a. I'm trying to think Sounds of an, familiar. an analog for him, because um, all the, all those like Hong Kong action movie stars are like huge in China, um, but not necessarily the West. This guy is not really huge anywhere, as far as I know. Um, he's a British guy, but he's like basically the king of B movie, like Western B movie action flicks, like straight to video kind of stuff. Uh, so it was cool to see him get kind of a, a meaty role here um, in this movie. Uh, so yeah, go watch it or, or get get through to that point one and two. Uh, and then finally, I watched Elemental. The I think it's the latest Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed that too. Uh, you, I'm assuming you've seen it, Alex. I have with the kids. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked what they were doing with the the way they animated the, well, the elemental people. Um, mm-hmm. Especially the, I could see why they made the focus the fire people. Um, just because of like the range of emotion you could show and like the kind of like inner thoughts just by and how they were flickering and how their flames would grow and diminish and change color. Like the, the whole thing was really cool um, to see that happen. Um, and then the way that the water people were like were fluid was also cool. I don't, I don't think it was as cool as the fire stuff. Um, and I feel like they barely touched upon the other kind of kind of elementals walking around. Yeah, like air and earth. Yeah, the air, their people kind of got a little bit there. Um, but uh, yeah, the water people were super emotional, constantly crying. And <laughs> um, the, the fire people were like a little more high strung and tempered and... Uh, but yeah, I, again, I enjoyed. It. I I didn't know like a friend was saying today. I didn't realize that there was a like an, an immigrant angle to the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. That that's that that helps kind of enrich the story. Um, 
so yeah, I recommend this one too. Um, so yeah, I I also watched a couple episodes of Tulsa King, <laughs> sliced alone as a gangster on know, Peacock or Paramount, whatever the hell it is. Uh, that was okay. Uh, not enough for me to pay for either of those services. Uh, <laughs> yeah, slide slides getting up there. <laughs> yeah, so watch them while you can. And uh, yeah, that's oh. that's it for me, Alex. Anything you want to go over? Uh, yeah, Castlevania is finally back. I still haven't watched it, um, but Castlevania: Nocturne looks awesome. I just saw a trailer for it. Um, <coughs> this uh, covers if you've played the games. This covers kind of like the Castlevania Rondo of Blood or Castlevania X. I think that one was the one that had two names because of different regions or whatever. Um, with Rick, Richter Belmont, who's the son of Trevor Belmont and Sif or Sif, Sifa, Sif, Sifa, Sifa, uh, from the previous uh, series, and I, it might dip into a little bit of a Symphony of the Night, and boy, I hope this <laughs> is a success because I really want to see an anime based on Symphony of the Night. Would be cool. Hmm. Uh, aside from that, I'm still playing Starfield. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It's okay. Um, it's not like earth shattering. It's not fantastic. I think the thing that's bugging me the most is that some of the main story quests are like fetch quests where you just you travel to a planet, you get a thing, and then you go back. And then there's another planet that you have to go to to get another thing. And then you go back to like home base. And there's like, it, it seems like filler to like kind of expand the um, the playtime. So uh, that's not so great. Uh, other than that, I mean, some of the characters are there. Oh, there's one part. I can't. It's spoil. It's heavy spoilers. So I can't say anything about it. But once at least once Scott gets to it. We'll talk about it, but there was a, a point in the game where it really irked me because something happened to a character and I don't know, like, what happened afterwards. I was like, what? Why didn't you explain this? One line of dialogue could have cleared this up, but. Oh, don't tell me to Dongo like smoke. <laughs> Plot twist. You know what? He does. <laughs> you know what? You gave him what he wants. You know what? It's also not a secret. Everybody just knows. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, poor Link. Uh, speaking of Link, of Zelda, I've been watching the old uh, Zelda, the uh, uh, Legend of Zelda cartoon from the <laughs> 80s from the Super Mario Super Show uh, with the kids. And they're enjoying it more or less. Well, excuse since me. Excuse me, princess. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's great because they just have those on uh, Amazon Prime through Freebie. So I'm pretty sure you can just if you just have freebie, you can watch them also. The thing is, you're going to want to skip. It has two intros <laughs> because this was part of the Super Show. It has the Super Mario Brothers Super Show intro, which is amazing. Why would you skip that anyways? And then it just goes straight into the Zelda intro and the cartoon. So just it, it's OK to skip. The intros, by the way, watch the cartoon. It's great. <laughs> And that's it for me. All right. Hefe. I don't really have anything. Um, 
it's October. It's sports season. Sports so pretty much just been watching the foosball and playoff baseball and hockey just started tonight. So yeah, I really don't have anything. I probably watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, NBA is just I, actually. I, I was sick. I had a cold last week, and so I started watching um, Entourage again. Just that's a quick, easy show to watch, and I watched a few seasons of that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. nothing new. That's all I got. Sorry. All right. It sounds like we are good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Never thought I'd say this, but man, am I glad I'm not hung like a bear right now.